Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the second part of today's MBOB Daily Podcast for Monday, February 27, 2023. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and joining my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be previewing UFC 285 Marcel. I can't wait to talk about this card. I mean, it is absolutely fucking stacked. It's going to be a great card, and I'm looking forward to talking about it with you, my friend. So, Marcel, I say we just get into it, but I want to get some comments here before we start. We have our boy Antoine. He says he's extremely hyped. He's going to the card in person. Nice, Antoine. Nice. First time going to an event. Wow. Yeah, what an event. <laughs> you, picked a, you picked a pretty good card, man. I've seen Jones fight like four or five times. I saw, every time he fought, because he used to fight in Toronto like all the time. I saw him fight a bunch of times. He's, he's an awesome fighter to watch. <laughs> Will the choosing his fighters to go continue? We'll see. Uh, so hyped for the card top bottom, me too. Would you guys say it's great? One of the greatest cards of all time. I mean, it looks really good. There's no doubt about it. We have to see how it plays out, but yeah, it looks great on paper. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what happens in this fight. Too. I, I, let's get into it, guys. I don't want to waste any time. I think we should just get into the card. So we'll start ourselves with the first fight of the night, which is actually a, a new. Or let me ask you this before we get into it: your overall thoughts on the card? Because for me, it is a great card. Your overall thoughts? I like the card a lot, man. I saw many people are also saying like it's not that great. I think it's a great card, man. I mean, um, there is not many cards where you have like a Derek Brunson against a Drikus Duplassi or a Cody Garbrandt on a prelim. You know, um, it's a good card. You got uh, Ian Gary on the early prelims, for example, and uh, some other fun fights. You know. Um, that's it. Even the first fight of the night is very fun. It's it's actually two teammates fighting each other. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great card. I'm looking forward to talking about it with you, man. So let's get into it, Marcel. Start with the first fight of the night, which actually is uh, a short notice fight, right? If I'm mistaken, Marcel. Yeah. Mike Radzibov, guys, is taking on uh, Esteban Rivovich. He's filling in for Camila uh, Kirk. Yeah. He was supposed to be an Ultimate Fighter, but I guess this is why they pulled him from the from Ultimate Fighter, so we can get a UFC fight. He definitely deserves to be in UFC. He's a good fighter. So the odds for this one. Obviously, uh, are interesting because he is taking the fight in short notice, but is a big favorite here, Marcel, at minus 235, Rebovic's plus 185. So, what do you think, Marcel? Who wins this fight? And are you surprised the odds are so wide? Because if you looked at the first fight, um, there's what's that Rebovic's was actually a 2 1 favorite against Kirk, and now he's a 2 1 underdog almost. So, what do you think? The thing is, Rods above is kind of uh, established, you know, in PFL. You know, he fought twice in the finale back to back. Uh, he's a really grindy fighter, I think. Um, didn't win. I think he lost to uh, to Nathan Schult and to Rarush Mamfio in the finals. But I see why he's a favorite. Yeah, I know Estevan Rybovic is undefeated, looked really good on the contender series. is a big prospect. But, man, I mean, it sucks for him, to be really honest, dude, to go from Kamala Kirk to uh, Luik Radzabov, man. that's. Uh, I think Radzabov is a really good fighter, and I understand that he's favorite here. You know, I think he grinds it out, probably wins a decision. Um Fun fight between and those two know each other, you know, or our teammates at Killcliffe. So um somebody messaged me about it, like uh, both guys are at Killcliffe. I was like, Oh yeah, that's true, you know. I forgot Rebovich was there. So um yeah, good fight and happy for Luik that he got the uh, uh got the chance to go to the UFC uh without the ultimate fighter. Let's be honest, he shouldn't be on the ultimate fighter, he's way too good to be on the ultimate fighter as an upcoming guy, in my opinion, okay. you know. And uh just like when I saw, like, I don't know if it's true that Timur Valiev was on the season. It's like, what the hell? Why? <laughs> That's weird. Um, Radzabov, yeah, I'm taking him by a decision. You know, I know disrespect to Rebovic. I think he's great, but this is a super tough debut, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think this is a harder fight for him, right? Yeah. Um, no doubt about it. I mean, the guy's, I think he's undefeated, <clears throat> right? All, like a lot of knockouts. And I, w- I actually was going to pick him against Kirk just because I think he could have finished Kirk, but. Yeah. I think this guy, Radzibal, is just going to take him down and grind him out. I mean, like you said, Marcel, like a lot of experience, right? Like if you look at the PFL, he had some losses there as a favorite, you know, which kind of worries me a little bit because um, he did lose a few fights like to Alex Martinez, who was a favorite. And even against Roush Manfred, I think he was favored when he lost that fight. But like looking back, I mean, those are, especially Roush, he's not a bad fighter at all. Like it's not bad. So yeah, he is coming for PFL, but I think he was fighting better competition than Rebovic's. Um yeah, I, I think he's going to grant a decision on Marcel. Even with the short notice, I still think he wins the fight. So that's my pick on this one. A uh, couple comments here. Um, hype like Sloik. Yeah, I agree with the experience comment. I agree with that. Oh, Gorilla's here. What's up, man? Thanks again for the uh, the photos, eh? for the uh, the art on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We have Damon Blackshear taking on Farid Bacharat. This is not Javid. It's his brother, Farid. <laughs> um, he's also a big favorite, though. Minus 410. Blackshear plus 330. What do you think? 
Yeah, Farid is also a big talent. You know, uh, I favor him in this fight as well. You know, uh, Damon Blackshear, uh, he fought uh, against Joseph Salal in his UFC debut, got, got a draw out of it. Um, he's an okay fighter, you know, but not somebody I see making a, a huge splash in the UFC, in my opinion, you know. Uh, Farid is the kind of guy I see coming far, just like his brother Javid. Both are really talented. Um I honestly think this fight will also go to a decision here, and I think, but I think Basharat will be really uh, convincingly, convincingly win this fight. I think he will be super dominant. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to pick him here too. You're definitely going to pick uh, Farid, <clears throat> and probably, well, either wins a decision or maybe submits the guy Demond. But although Demond, you know, he looked like he could hold his own on the ground in that first fight with uh, Yusuf Salal, that draw. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't pick him here. Odds are heavy, though, I'll say that. You know, odds are pretty heavy for a guy who is making his debut here in Basra, but I think both the Basra brothers are, are really good, Marcel, so I, I, expect his, I expect his brother to win the fight. Um, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Next fight is Jessica Penny taking on Tabitha Ricci, one of our favorites here on the podcast, Marcel, and we talked about <laughs> that a few months ago. Um, uh, Ricci and Penny fell off at the last minute. I think Penny got sick on weigh-in day or something. Anyways, odds are basically the same as they were before. Minus 230 for Ricci, plus 195 for Penny. My thoughts don't change. I, I liked Ricci before to win the fight. I still like her to win. Uh, probably grinds the decision. Penny is really tough, and she's shown that throughout her career. So probably decision, but fully expect Ricci to win the fight. What do you think? Ricci for sure, man. I mean, Penny looked horrible against Ducody in our last fight. Before that, uh, that, Lu that Lupi Codinas fight, she didn't want that fight, in my opinion. And the Carolina fight was a good finish. Still kind of fluky, in my opinion. You know, I, I don't think it will be happening for a second time. Um, yeah, Ricci to me as well. Maybe she even finishes her, I don't think. So probably decision uh, with a lot of ground fighting. So uh, for me to battle Ricci here, Tabitha Ricci. Yeah. yeah, I think she wins too. Um, go to the next fight here, Marcel. That was a quick one, but I mean, we're both on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> we got Minor Martinez taking on Cameron Simon, and odds for this one Simon minus 250, Martinez plus 210. Your thoughts on this one? That's a super tough one, actually. This one, you know, um, it's still funny, man. Simon means boring man in the Netherlands. So, uh, Cameron Simon against Mana Martinez, Mana Martinez. Um, you know, he fought the th he fought three times, you know, in the UFC, uh, won two times by split decision and got that loss against Ronnie Lawrence in the fight in the third round where he almost had Ronnie Lawrence. I always want to see Honey Lawrence for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. Um, if you look at Simon, you know, he, he had a I think he had a bad first round against uh, Stephen Coslo, but he came back and he finished him. You know, it was a fight where he also put uh, uh got him with a low blow, I remember. Um, but he finished him after it's difficult because the first in the fight with the uh, Josh Wan Kim, what he had the contender series, he was also doing bad in the first round, I think, and he came back as well. Um, <clears throat> he's undefeated. I think in Mana, man, I think Mana had the dog, has a dog in him, can grind, can go crazy. Can go three hot rounds. If Simon doesn't finish, I pick Mana. To pick Mana by split or a unanimous decision. Close fight. You're picking Mana. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. I haven't been too impressed by him in the UFC, man. I got to be honest. Like I, I had high hopes for the guy after um, his Fury FC. He looked really good knocking everyone out. But I really haven't been impressed with him in the UFC. Like the Guido fight was super close. Barely wins a decision over a guy who's like 40 something. The Ronnie Lawrence fight, I mean, he knocked him down, but he also got knocked down three times and. Lost that fight, got taken down a lot too. And then Brandon Davis, he did win the fight, Marcel, but very competitive fight against the guys on the UFC. I just haven't been super impressed. And I look at a guy like Sarman, he's super young, right? He's only 22. And uh, yeah, the first round against Kozlo was a little sketchy, but came back and destroyed him in the third round. Again, two straight third round finishes now for this guy. I think the UFC likes him. I think they're giving him a fight. They think he can win. And I think he can win too, Marcel. I really do. So I actually, he could finish this fight. I, I, I do believe in this guy. I think he's a really good prospect, man. I think he's going to have a good career. He just fought a few months ago. They're putting him back in the cage really soon. Another pay-per-view card. They're trying to build him up, and I think he's going to get another win. So we have a different opinion on this one, but I like Simon by finish. So I guess we would definitely have a different read in this fight because you liked uh, Martinez by decision, which, I mean, it could happen, obviously. I mean, you never discount anyone. Line's somewhat close, but got to go with Cameron Simon for myself in this one. Uh, do you think my student different respect for Amanda? Well, I don't think he's looked great, in my opinion, in the UFC. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Guido's not, well, he beat, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name? Randy Costa, right? Randy, Randy Costa, is yeah. uh, a <clears throat> decent fighter, but, you know, has a lot of holes in his game. 
Anyways, uh, yeah, it's good to have a little split opinion here, Marcel, early in the podcast. Didn't expect it, but it's good. Now, the next fight here, I don't think we're going to have a split opinion on, but we'll see. Uh, we got Ian Machado-Gary taking on Song Kennan, Marcel, in the welterweight division. Ian Gary, minus 650, Song Kennan, plus 475. I mean, Marcel, like, I really don't even understand this fight. Like, I just don't get it. Like, Song Kennan's coming off a knockout loss to Dax Griffin. And Gary's on a roll here. He's undefeated. Went three straight fights in the UFC. Should I, don't have really gave a far, I should have gave a fucking Max Griffin, you know? I don't understand this fight. I mean, I'm obviously taking Gary to win. I think he wins another decision probably. But maybe the UFC thinks this could be a fight where he gets a knockout, and that's why they booked it, I guess. I don't know. I, I think he definitely wins, though. The line's high, but I would be very surprised if he lost. What do you think? It's just super annoying, you know? And I got to give it to Gary. He also said, like, he won another opponent. He asked for Bob Arena, for example, but they didn't want to give it to him. Um, yeah, of course, Gary's going to win this fight. You know, they just are, they just are trying to build him up. You know, and I don't like that. You know, I don't like, didn't like that with Sean O'Malley. I don't like that with Paddy Pimblett, and I don't like that with Ian Gary. You know, uh, I I think when you have a guy who is like minus six fifty. Coming into fight week is bad match, matchmaking. You know what I mean? Then it's obviously who you want to win. And we have a worst case scenario in the main card, in the first, in the opener of the main card. But I mean, it just doesn't make sense, dude. He's going to win against Sankadan. If he loses this one, you know, his hype is completely gone. You know? Yeah. So uh, he's definitely going to win this one. I completely agree. I mean, I'd be shocked if he lost the fight, to be honest with you. Again, the line's high, but like, I think it's totally justified. Um, Couple comments here. Uh, feeding Ian some wins for sure. Andrew, what's up, man? He says, same reason they gave JDM Day Roberts. True. True. That's, I get, was it? I think Roberts was coming off a win over Amiv, though. Like, this guy's coming off a knockout loss. I don't mm-hmm. really get that. Anyways, um, Billy and Gary become what? Don't see many top 15 guys. I think he'll get in the top 15, but yeah, we'll see. Like, the Billy and Gary slow until he starts finishing guys. True. Um, What's with the stupid Machado name? It's uh, his wife, Layla Anna Machado, or something, isn't that? It's like her last name, I think. Yeah, Layla Machado. Yeah. His wife worked, she used to work for, I don't know if she works for Cage Warriors anymore. She used to be the host there. So, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, it worked well for O'Malley, to be fair. That's true. O'Malley's done really well. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Mark Andre Barrow, the power bar, representing Canada, and Julian Marquez, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, I saw the Sodiq Yusuf thing. He's like the battle of two terrible nicknames. The loser should like be banished from their nickname forever, which I thought was funny. Odds for this one, Barrio favored, minus 125, Marquez plus 105. Close fight on paper. What do you think? What I think, I think why the hell is Barrio favored? That's weird to me. Um, I think he opened as a dog. Let me double check that. Uh, the odds open. Yeah, Marquez opened at minus like 150, basically. So the odds have flipped a little bit here. So. Yeah, so they're probably going off the Marquez loss against Gregory Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, it, was <laughs> it was really bad, but I still think that if Mark Andre Barrio fights Rodriguez, he wouldn't do much better, to be really honest. Um, yeah, what can we say, man? The thing with Marquez is that he is not fighting very consistent, and that's the whole thing with Marquez. You know, we remember when he came back against Alvi, and had a good looking there, but he finished him then late. Um, Mark Andre Barrio is also hit or miss. Sometimes he looks good and sometimes you're like, what the hell are we watching? You know, remember when he came into the UFC, I think he went 0 3 in his first three fights. So um, I'm thinking Marquez here. I think uh, he's a better fighter overall. And I think he gets maybe a late submission. If not, he wins a decision. But uh, for me, Marquez here. I just I can't trust the guy right now. I mean, he barely fights anymore. Marquez, I'm talking about. He barely fights. He fights like once a year now. Can okay, you trust Barrio? Not really. Hard to, no, you can't trust either. <laughs> hard to trust either guy. I just I I I have to pick Barrio just because I feel like he's a little bit more solid. But again, he is hard to trust. Like his chin isn't great either. We saw him get knocked up by Chidi, right? Yeah. Um, up, well, up to that point, I think that was his first knockout loss. He had, he was on a roll for a while there, and then kind of struggled lately, right? I think his last fight he got injured. He got he got submitted, but he was also injured in that fight. You know, Marquez. Here's the thing, Marcel. He's actually never landed a takedown in the UFC. That's the thing that. I, if he was a takedown guy, if he had any sort of takedowns, I would pick him here because Barrio's takedown defense is not amazing. But he's never landed a takedown. He does have three submissions somehow, but it's because his opponents make mistakes or he rocks a guy and then grabs their neck. Um, I feel like Barrio could just kind of press him against the fence and grind out a decision here. But again, you know, I, I'm not betting on this fight. I'll stay away from it. It's, it's a close odds for a reason. Um, kind of feel like it looks like that Barrio and Dalcha Lugabula fight from uh, two years ago where he just kind of like pushed him against the fence, landed some better strikes and 
that's what I think happens here. But yeah, I, I thought if I want to really want to bet on. Um, it's on Michael. He says he likes uh, Marquez as a dog. Barry's not that good. I don't think either guy's great, personally. Marquez both bites more than he could chew, hence the Miley Cyrus fumble. Oh, yeah, he definitely fumbled the bag on that one, Marcel. There's no doubt about that. What's up, George? How's it going, man? Who's coaching Julian? He's in Vegas now, I believe, right? I think he – is he at Syndicate, if I'm not mistaken, Marcel? Yeah, I think he's at Syndicate. Yeah, I, I think so, too. So he's got – obviously got a better camp now than uh, the guy who was betting on all his fights. <laughs> um, uh, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have the uh, uh, women's flyweights, Vivian Arujo, I think, and Amanda Hebes. Odds for this one. He bets minus 130, Ara Ujo plus 110. I actually want to hear your thoughts on this fight because, again, this is a very close odds. What do you think about this one? You know who I want to win, you know, but I'm going to be honest. I, th- I think Arujo is very strong for 125, you know, and I think Amanda Ribas should go back to 115. That's what I think, you know. Uh, she did well against Shukagian. She arguably won the fight, you know, and if she won the f- would have won the fight, she would have been in the top of the flyweight division, you know. Uh, now she's fighting Ara Ujo. Um very difficult fight to pick here. It's definitely uh, going through the full three rounds, in my opinion. Um, I'm taking Araujo via decision. I think she is uh, she's good enough to take to take uh, Reba's offer for submissions, you know. And uh, I think Araujo is a little bit of a stronger girl than than Reba's. So I'm taking Araujo with pain in my heart, but uh, <laughs> Araujo is going to win this. Well, we have a consensus dog, Marcel, because I also yeah. like Araujo. So there we go. We've got a consensus dog, guys. Yeah, I just think she's going to keep the fight standing. I do think she's a better striker. I think Hebus has some holes in the game. We've seen that. Um, you know, I think it'll be competitive. There's no doubt it's going to be competitive. It'll probably be like, you know, a fight that goes the distance. I, I'm pretty sure this fight goes the three rounds. But I think, like you said, she's the bigger, stronger fighter. Um, I also feel like Hebus should be at 115. I'm not really sure yeah. why she's made this move to 125. I don't know if I like it that much for her. They both had close fights with Chukagan, but. Uh, you know, that's interesting to look at, but yeah, I don't know. I think Arujo, I know she lost to Grasso and didn't look great, but it's not like she got completely blown out either. Um, that five round experience, I think, will probably help her a little bit here. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure this fight goes the distance. That might be the play, if anything. Um, what's the fight goes the distance? Uh, minus 250, it's high, but I, I don't see a finish in this fight. I'll say that right now. Do you? Same. Yeah, no, but I like Arujo too. So, Arujo by decision, that would be my pick. Odds on that. Plus 185, that's not bad at all, to be honest with you. That's not bad at all. I feel like that's the way this fight will end. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Joe Eagle also likes that. Me too. Um, he is just the best. She makes me happy. Yeah, she's 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 definitely, like, a fun, loving person. I mean, she's a good fighter, too. I just – I think she should be one for two. That, that picture with uh, with Alex Pereira, where she was looking serious and Alex was, was funny. laughing. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's funny. Maybe it's poor cardio. I think three rounds house. I think he basically grabbed the two rounds. What is what is uh, Arujo's take on defense? Ninety percent. I think it's going to be hard to get her down consistently. She might get her down once or twice, but holding her down is going to be hard to do, guys. I think. But I agree, the cardio is not great. It is only three rounds, though. Do you guys think it's impressive? Gary May's debut, UFC debut after two years after his amateur debut, for sure. There's a lot of guys in that situation, although, which is crazy. A lot of guys are coming up really fast. Um, Antoine, any update in car situation? Heard the FBI involved. I haven't heard any updates, but yeah, the last thing I heard was FBI was involved. Popey usually black belts or usually a lot better than striking. That's kind of what I think too. Um, no, glad to have you here, my friend. Uh, if I talk, what's going on? He likes Hebus. Okay, fair enough. Even for Hebus coin toss, it's a close fight. Pure May breakdown with top picking gone. We'll talk about that fight in a few minutes, my friend. Natalia Silvers Hebus, who would you root for? I think Marcel's picking. Nat- okay, George, I already accept your apology in advance because you asked me this. So. What do you guys think of the PE stuff on Tatiana? <laughs> do the acne or back? I didn't see anything about that. But uh, anytime someone has acne, people always accuse them of uh, back acne. They should say they accuse them of PBs. Here's some memory told you he was saved me from a burning house. I got your back, brother. That's funny. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have, oh, we got here already. Wow. Derek Brunson taking on Drikas Duplessis in the middleweight division. Great fight here. Odds for this one. We got Duplessis favored, minus 240, Brunson plus 200. Uh, Marcel, you're picking this one. Does it? You have to wait to the weigh-in to see what color uh, Brunson's hair is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the thing is, like, I really like Drikas to Placid, but I, I, I'm not convinced, dude, with this cardio, you know. And I know that he got the win last time against Darren Till, but Darren Till looked like shit in the third round. You know what I mean? Was completely gone. And uh, he also had got out cardio. And I think with Brunson, you know, I think Brunson can go three rounds. Um, 
he he can go five rounds. We saw that before, you know. So for Drickis, it's the most smart thing to get him out early. That's the only thing he should do. If he doesn't get him out early, he will be in trouble probably with Brunson, you know, with the ground game. And the thing is, what's going to happen is Drick is going to finish the fight early, or isn't he? And I might think that Brunson can overcome the first round. And I think Brunson wins the decision, man, at the end. Dude, I mean, I don't mind an upset pick here at all, you know. Um, I've been backing Duplessis, but I can't back him in this fight because I think the line is a little bit excessive. Like, he's looked good, don't get me wrong, but... With the, four, with the four wins, but I mean, the, the, the tilt fight was a little sketch, right? And that was the second round. It looked sketchy. Um, ended up coming back and winning, but it's not like Till's great. Um, you know, with Till, you know, took him down at one point too. Uh, it just really depends if Brunson can get the takedowns or not. Um, I think it's possible. I would stay away from this one personally. I, I, it, based on the line, Marcel, it probably is dog or pass. But, you know, for me, it's like I, I can't take Brunson here. He's almost 40 years old now, guys, and his chin has always been questionable too. He's got a lot of knockout losses, and Duplessis has got power. So that's why I'm going Duplessis by knockout, but I do think the line's high. And uh, for me, it's going to be a pass, but I'll still I'll pick the favorite here. I do think the odds are a little bit wide, though. I'm going to get some comments here, guys. A lot of people talking about this one. Uh, value on Brunson, possibly. I can't take what Marcel did, so, I mean, there you go. Uh, Brunson, low-key, live underdog here, possible. Um Got Drickus here. Me too, John. I picked him too. Uh, not high on Drickus, but I think he wins against Brunson, which is probably really silly. Probably. That's fair. I don't know if he beats the top guys either. I mean, we kind of saw some holes in this game against Till, right? He came back in one, but that was sketch. Brunson looked gassed after round with Kanyer. Yeah. Brunson has so much experience, though, too. I mean, that's another reason I'm guessing you like him, um, Mark, uh, Marcel. Gorilla says, uh, the plastic started to fade during the. I keep thinking it's like Diamond Dallas Page, the, the wrestler. Remember him? <laughs> the DDT? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a little sketch for sure. Betting odds for Duplessis Brunson was betting odds should have been for Duplessis. You're talking about Till, right? I think, uh, Marcus, I know you were, you were, you were, uh, I think Marcus, you posted your thing. I think you bet like five or 10K on Duplessis in that fight, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. You posted his pet slip. Second, Duplessis hits Brunson flush. Brunson's not going to recover. That's kind of what I think happens to you, Andrew. But again, there is some worry with the wrestling, right? And Brunson's. I, I would assume Brunson has better cardio too, right? So this pure MMA breakdown guy hates Duplessis apparently. <laughs> That's funny. Patrick, what's up, man? Same thing I saw myself when I think Brunson gets finished with odds you can't touch it. That's kind of what I think happens too. So looks like everyone's kind of got the same view where, you know, it feels like the value's on, on Brunson, but it's kind of hard to trust in here against a guy with a lot of knockout power. Um, but plus 200, Marcel, he, right? He's got a clear path with the wrestling too, right? That's the thing. So... This is funny. You plus he, the S is silent. Yes. <laughs> it's like what uh, what the Sudik used to say about Jamal Hill. It's like Jamal Hill. Oh no, Jamal Hill, because the, the his parents put that extra H for more. Yeah, power. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blades has never been underdog. Blades and Pavlich. Yeah, I think he'll be favored. Blades should be favored. I mean, I, I think right with the wrestling. Uh, solo the finish. Many refs thought the fight. True, that's true. Versus Hill. Anyways, all right. Let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We're uh, not the uh, the last uh, fight in the prelims. Cody Garbrandt no. taking on Trevin Jones. Odds for this one: Cody Garbrandt minus one sixty-five, Trevin Jones plus one forty. All right, let me let me start on this one. So yeah. I've been thinking about this fight a lot, to be honest with you. I think it's a really interesting fight. So the thing is, like Garbrandt is obviously a good fighter. We've seen that you know he can he can beat the best guys in the world. We saw him beat Dominic Cruz. But here's the thing, guys: like Cody has one win in the last seven years, one or last six years, I should say, since twenty sixteen, anyways, uh, against. Uh, Solomon Cruz, or against uh, Sun Sub, excuse me, in 2020, I think it was. He knocked him out. It was a nice win. But other than that, man, he's he's losing. Yes. Now, here's the thing. He's been losing to really good guys. Okay? We'll give him some slack here. Kate, uh, Kai Kerr-France, Rob Font, Pedro Mujeres, and then TJ, right? I get it. But I just don't know if he can take a punch anymore. He gets dropped in every single fight now, and he doesn't really recover from it. You also know that he kind of fights – you know, with his with his heart on his sleeve, and sometimes it just goes to war. Like that Pedro Bruno's fight was crazy. Like the way he fought was not smart, right? And now he's going in there against. I can't like do that. Was four years ago. Holy crap! Anyways, he's going in there against Trevin Jones now. Who, listen, Trevin Jones has not looked great lately, right? But if you look again closely, like he's lost to Barcelos, who's a good fighter. Basharat is a good fighter, and Kakramanov. I know he got cut, but he's a good fighter. He also knocked out Mario Batista as an underdog, and he knocked out Timur Valley as an underdog and got popped for weed. And I know that the fight. 
could have been stopped, Marcel. I know you probably talk you talk about that every time I talk about Trevin Jones. You always talk about that fight with uh, Chris Tyone, but he still won the fight by knockout. He's got power, and he's got you know decent takedown defense, not great but decent. This fight's probably going to stay in the feet, so it's going to be you know Garbrandt trying to outpoint Jones. I don't see him knocking Jones out. He's going to have to outpoint him for three rounds and avoid the power for three rounds. I don't know about if he can do it, Marcel. Honestly, like so. I, I think I have to go with Trevin Jones on this one, Marcel. Here's here's a here's a dog pick for me. I'm going with Trevin Jones. I think he could finish it, man. Like plus one forty is not bad. And then Jones by knockout is plus three hundred. I have to take a shot in that. I have to fade the chain on, on Garbrandt. And I, I just think there's value on it. Like even if it loses, I won't feel bad about that bet. Plus three hundred. Like it's a guy that has been knocked out in four of his last five fights. Like I have to take a shot on it. So I'll, I'll go with the dog here, Marcel. Trevin Jones. I'll take him by knockout. There's my underdog pick here. What do you think? I don't know, man. I still, uh, <laughs> it's difficult, you know. Um, but I'm taking Cody to win by decision here. I think he will do enough to get the decision win. Um, maybe he can knock him out, but I don't think so. I think Travis Chin is pretty decent, you know. And uh, Cody's chin is the thing that worries me as well. But still, I think he has a he has a higher output and he just does better. So I'm going with Cody here, although I'm not sure. And this is the last fight for Cody, man. Uh, I mean, uh, if he if he loses, I mean, then it's over. Then it's over, I think. You know, so uh, yeah, decision yeah. for Cody here. But I'm not sure at all. Let me get some comments here, guys. Um, sorry, let me start with this one. Lost potential dog in the car, and this is one I think is definitely a dog. With this is a live dog, which is more impressive, Garvin Cruz or McGregor with Alvarez? I think McGregor Alvarez was like one of the most impressive performances of all time. Um, Adam just put the pulled the shot sugar Sean diss on Cody. All right, Dave. <laughs> Oops. Cody, bite down your mouthpiece. Normally, see my boy lose. I mean, it's sketch. Uh, if when Jones KO him, the UFC wish they had booked Sai Sai Yokub against against him instead. True, because it's all matchups, right? And Sai Yokub doesn't really have that power. He could submit him, right? But or mm-hmm. wrestle him. But Carbine's got a decent takedown defense. No doubt. Crazy Jones is older than Cody. He's been fighting a long time, man. He's he's got a lot of experience. Fight so sketchy, could go either way. Trevin, good strike defense, low striking output for sure. He just needs to catch that, catch him with one shot, though. Can Cody have a resurgent challenge for another title at age 33? No chance. No way. There's just too many good fighters at Bantamweight now, guys. Mm. It's such a stacked division. Trevin's never been KO'd. Exactly. I mean, he's got a you know good chain. and Dude, he's got a lot. Like If you look at a lot of Trevin's losses, they're all by decision, right? Like Especially when his crew split. He's got like seven or eight split decisions. I, I think you go with either Cody by decision or Trevin by knockout. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad way to do either. Actually, what is Cody by decision? Just to see. Because that's kind of what I was thinking. And then I thought about it more and more. So I kind of switched. That's plus 500. So there's definitely some value in that. Because Trevin's is very tough. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a crazy line now that I'm looking at it. What, the books are expecting him to knock Jones out? Like, I don't really... Garbrandt's side of the distance is even money, but him by decisions plus 500, that's weird. That line will change. There's no way that line's going to stay the same. The guy's never been knocked out. This guy likes Jones by knockout, too. Cody's better fire, but Jones' knockout round one's plus 1,000. Wow, that's interesting, too. After Cody beat Cruz, I'm sure he's going to be a big superstar in the UFC. From his fall from grace is bad. It is. His chain is just gone, man. His chain's gone. That's what Beerch is saying. I agree, Beerch. I mean, again, he's been getting knocked out by pretty good fighters, but he just can't take a punch anymore. It's sad, but it happens to fighters. It happens to a lot of good fighters. Uh, he's talking about Ed Connor and Eddie. We'll talk about that after, man. We want to stick to the uh, the preview right now, if you don't mind. Um, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We're on the main card now, Marcel. We, re- we reached it pretty quick. Bo Nickel makes his UFC debut against Jamie Pickett. <laughs> Crazy odds on this one, Marcel. Minus fourteen hundred. I'm seeing plus minus two thousand up there. <laughs> plus eight fifty on Jamie Pickett. But let's be real here. I mean, like the only way this guy loses is if he gets injured or something. In the fight. There's just no way he loses. Bo Nickel's like a super prospect. Gonna have a great career. Probably will be a champion one day with that wrestling and also the knockout power. Jamie Pickett's not good. Remember, actually, I predicted this fight would happen. Remember, Marcel? I'm like, they're gonna give him someone who's just terrible, the worst ranked guy, and they did. They actually gave it to him. Jamie Pickett's not a good fighter. He's two and four in the UFC. He's been knocked out three three times or submitted three times. Um, I, I think you know what? A lot of people are gonna pick Nickel by submission because that's how his last two fights ended, right? Contender. I think he knocks him out, Marcel. I think he's gonna make a statement here. Plus two seventy five by knockout for Bo Nickel. I think there's value on it, guys. I really think he knocks him out. He, he actually knocked his first opponent out in uh, Icon FC, I think it was, Mazadol's promotion. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see that here. Bo Nickel by knockout plus 275. That's the play. What do you think? I go Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel by submission first round. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a worse fight than Gary against Sunkanan, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
Bo Nichols shouldn't fight a guy like Jamie Pickett, in my opinion. You know, you saw what he did to Zach Borrego and Donovan Beard in the Contender Series. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's just a showcase fight. And in my opinion, there shouldn't be showcase fights in the UFC. So, um, yeah, Nichols going to win. I mean, <laughs> imagine putting money on Jamie Pickett and he pulls it off, but it's not going to happen. Bo Nichols wins this one. You just you can't pick them. I mean, there's no chance. Like the way to pick this fight is to think about how you want to pick Bo Nickel. But again, like just looking at the odds too. I mean, I just looked at them now, so I wasn't even thinking this because I just think he knocks them out. You're gonna put on a show, man. I think um, inside the distance is minus seven fifty, which is crazy. Nickel by submission is minus two hundred five, but knockouts plus two seventy five. There's gotta be value there. Also, Nickel in round one probably wins. It's minus one ninety. This fight won't last very long. Jamie Pickett's going to get cut after this. I, again, I'm with you. They shouldn't even made this fight, to be honest with you. Um, Bo Nichols getting special treatment for sure he is. Uh, Bo's going to fight for the belt in this year, maybe. I don't know. DOC's definitely going to push him up the ladder because he's getting um, pay-per-view opening slot. First fight in the lights, lovely season jitters. I don't think we're going to see them. This guy has been fighting at – or not fighting, I should say wrestling, but the highest level. He's always been like a superstar in sports. He's going to have a great career in the UFC, man. I, th- I think this guy's legit as fuck. Like, he's one of the most legit prospects we've seen. Didn't pick it up like a 50-punch call. He had a good knockover. I think his name was Jonathan Pati. It was a great knockout. But since then, to me, he hasn't looked good in the UFC. That's right. Bo did drop him in that fight and then submitted him after. I think he knocks him out, man. That's what I think happens here, guys. All right. We'll go to the next fight here. This fight, this could be fight of the nightmare. So, I mean, this fight has such an awesome fight. such an awesome matchup. The other turners taking on Mateusz Gamrot. Obviously, uh, Dan Hooker was supposed to have this fight and then pulled out. I think he got injured or something. Um, Gamrot stepped in on, like, a, I want to say like it was like a month's notice. It wasn't like a week. He had like a month for this fight, I believe. Um, and that's why I think he's favored here. Gamrot is minus 170. Turner's plus 145. This is one of the, I think, trickier fights to pick in the card because Gamrot is really good, but Turner's looked like fucking amazing lately with the five straight wins by stoppage. Um, at the same time, Marcel Astor, I guess, um, I just think Gamrot, you know, he's been fighting like really good competition lately. And I know he lost to Darius, but uh, that Armin fight was just so impressive to me. And the fact he won that fight, we know his grappling is really good. And one of the things about Turner is, and I know he's such a good finisher, right? And we've seen that lately and he's been submitting guys. But here's the thing, like that one loss he had against Frivola, he got taken down a lot in that fight. I kind of feel like Gamrot's going to follow that same game plan here. Just play it safe. He's got to get a win. He actually lost his last fight, right? So... He needs to get back in the winning ways. I think he's going to kind of play it safe and, and grind him out for a decision win here. Um, that's what I'm thinking happens, Marcel. Gamera by decision, but it, it is a competitive fight. And would it be surprising to me if Turner like finished this guy? No, because he's on a roll and he's really big and strong for the division. But uh, I think he's going to get taken down and, and, and grind it out. So that's my pick. Gamera by decision. What do you think? Yeah, man. Um, Gamrot uh, replacing Dan Hooker. Uh, he was uh, too busy doing uh, TMC duties for uh, for New Zealand. Is that so, true? <laughs> uh, I'm just because he was talking about the, the IV with Marcus Chef, I say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, without any evidence. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I think Gamrod is a better fighter, man. That's what I feel. I think it's like I think Jalen Turner would have destroyed Dan Hooker, but he's not going to win against against uh, Matthias Gamrod. I think. I think Gamrot might take him down. I even get a finish in the second round, a submission for Gamrot. Um, I think he's overall a better fighter. You know, I think Good Turner is very talented. Uh, as long as he doesn't take his Taran 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 in the in the octagon, I think Gamrot will likely win. So, uh, submission wins second round, Matthias Gamrot. Um, and if not, he wins a decision. I think. Um, Definitely, I pick Gamrot here. I think he's a better fighter overall, more more seasoned fighter, more proof mm-hmm. fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, man, I respect Turner a lot. He's mm-hmm. a great fighter as well. But he's young; he still can come far. But uh, plus, plus his Instagram man. gives you the shivers, right? With the tarantulas. Oh, dude, no, no, not just but the Instagram story, man. You know? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Gamrot yeah. first Turner could play out like Turner's fight. That's exactly what I just said, Vince Favola. I think it, honestly, he's gonna, I think he needs to get a win here. He's gonna kind of I wouldn't say play it safe, but he'll just go for takedowns. Tatius hasn't signed his blood agreement. Is this what? No, this fight's official. That's this fight's official, George. He did an interview with our boy James Lynch. This fight's 100% official. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's on UFC. Yeah, it's on the website now. It wasn't there a few days ago, so that's fair, but it's there now. Uh, personally, I think this fight goes garbage. Harder's fights to pick, says Patrick. Fair enough. Uh, Jalen might knock him over his takedowns. Maybe he did get dropped by, by Armin in that fight. He ended up winning the fight, but uh, 
that drop. Do you guys think Hooker's accusation of saltiness or something to it? I, I they have no proof. They've just been saying this, and it's it makes them look like sore losers. I got to be honest, Marcel. That's what I think. But uh, it was such a great fight. Why did they take, take away from it? Could be seeing a future champ in the future, but can't wait for it for sure. All right, let's get to the next one here, Marcel. And this is such a great fight. Jeff Neal taking on Shavkat Rahmanov. Shavkat's huge favorite, minus 500. Jeff Neal plus 400. I mean, I, I like Jeff Neal. He's a good fighter, but how can you pick him here? Like, Shavkat's the real deal, man. He's awesome. He has unbeaten record. All his wins are by stoppage. And he's looked, he's made it look easy in the UFC. He's fighting good fighters and made it look easy. Like, Neil Magny is a really good fighter. He completely fucking dominated and wasn't even close. And I hate doing MMA math, but remember when Neil Magny fought Jeff Neal? Like, dude, he beat him, right? So, like, and it was it was not exactly, like, Jeff's best performance. I get it, but it wasn't, like, a hard fight for Neil. Now, again, it's a different matchup. I get it, but, dude, I just don't see how he wins the fight. Like, he'll have to keep it standing and knock him out. But I, And he does have good takedown defense, 90%, which is interesting. But I still think Shavka gets him down. I think Shavka gets him down gets another submission. And... You know, Marcel, like, if he wins this fight by submission, like, I think he will, or by, by stoppage, because all those wins are by stoppage, they're going to have to, like, put him in against the top five opponent next, because he, he's right there if he beats Jeff Neal by stoppage. I'm Shavkat all day for me, and I think the line is tie, but it's justified, man, because he's a super prospect. What do you think? Shavkat submission, second round for me. Um, listen, man, got a lot of respect for Jeff Neal. I think he's super legit, but... Man, Shafkat, he's uh, man, he's special. You know, he's special. Mm-hmm. I, I love to see that fight with uh, <laughs> with Kamza Chimaev. Many people are t- saying it would be crazy. Um, yeah, I'm definitely taking Shafkat here. I think he looked great so far. Uh, he's good on the ground. He's good stand-up. Super solid, what we've seen so far. So, uh, yeah, for me, Shafkat as well. I definitely think he wins this fight, guys. All right, uh, a couple other comments. Patrick says he's going to drop somebody and kneel by knockout. I mean, that's the way he'd win, but I, I don't think this is a great matchup. That's true. He was sick. You're right against uh, Magny. Fair enough. I think Shavkat wins. I mean, I just don't – I think Shavkat beats most guys in the division. You know, it's not really taking much away from Jeff. It's just a bad fight for a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. And the host on Shavkat and Nickel. I, both guys win. I mean, the odds wouldn't be great. What is, it's a, That's about as square as a fucking parlay has ever seen beer trip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, like, if you put those two and then, like, a Valentina, maybe, like, you, you might get, like, I have to check. I'll check where the parlays are, but by the way, uh, he wants to update Colby. I haven't heard anything. We haven't heard much about him in a long time. He was good take their defense for boxing. We've seen a ceiling in spots. I just don't think he wins this fight. All right, Marcel, next fight, we have the co-main event, and we have Valentina taking on Alexa Grasso, and Valentina's a minus 600 favorite, and Grasso plus uh, 450 dog. So huge underdog here. What do you think, man? I mean, do you see any way Grasso wins the fight or no? No, not really. But I'm kind of um, disappointed in Valentina, I got to say, man. She Why? turned on because she turned on Santos twice, man. Is that um, true? Yeah. She was, uh, she got her, uh, she got Santos offered for Brazil in January. She turned her down. I understand maybe in Brazil that she got her offered for February. She turned her down as well. Uh, so she didn't want to fight Santos. And then she goes online saying nobody wants to fight her. I was like, mm-hmm. we turned down Santos. What you're saying, you know? Um, now she's fighting Grasso. Um, yeah, listen, man. Grasso looked really good at flyweight. Uh, she's undefeated at flyweight, but now she's fighting Valentina. Valentina has different different uh different kind of person to fight you know um super solid but i think valentina will probably de- will probably decision her i don't see yeah. anything crazy you know um yeah i go with the decision here for valentina that's my reading the fight to you i have because i think a lot of people think she'll submit her which is possible but i actually kind of favor my decision i think grasso's you know pretty tough pretty durable yeah. she got finished once by uh was it tatiana that's it yeah, right? that's, yeah. <laughs> She fought Carla and went the distance with her. It was a pretty competitive fight. She has a hole in the ground game, I think. I know she beat Joanne Wood in the ground, but I'm looking at the odds right now, too. Valentina inside the distance, minus 160. By decision, is plus 200. I think that's the way to go here, guys. Take her by decision. There's definitely value in that prop. By the way, I just checked. So someone asked earlier, I think it was the last podcast, like, you prefer parlays or straight bets. I prefer straight bets, but it depends on the odds. You can't really bet minus 600 straight. Like, it's not the best bet. So in this case, you'd have to parlay her. But I just checked. If you, if you parlay... Valentina with uh, Shavkat and Bo Nickel, it's minus 200. If you add Ian Gary, it's like minus 130. So I don't see any of those four fighters really losing their fights. I'm just saying, like, that's a square as part of you'll get, but the odds are not bad at all, to be honest with you. If you add Vashra, it's plus money, too. 
they're all huge favorites. Don't really see anyone winning, but just takes one to lose to lose your parlay, right? So that's it. A uh, couple comments here. Uh, by the way, Valentin did an interview with Ariel. She said that Aaron still green wants to fight more time bringing the other shot. Thoughts? I don't know. It's I don't know. She's always saying there's no one wants to fight her, but I think all these people want to fight her. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I like Valentina though. She did an interview with her boy James. I gotta give James a shout out because yeah, James Lynch. He's our friend and, and he had her before Ariel too, which is awesome. Say those are visa issues. Yeah, apparently. Santos doesn't have visa issues. Her her quarter well, has visa issues. Is her husband? It's her husband, I think. Yeah. Valentina's Valentina is 34. What age do you guys see retiring? Depends, man. I mean, because again, you know, her and Amanda are so dominant in the division mm-hmm. that it's like Depends what they want to do, really. I think she could retire anytime she wanted, but you know, why why retire when she's making, you know, she probably I don't know what she makes. I'm guessing like half a million dollars, maybe, maybe less, maybe quarter million, but definitely making good money. She's definitely making more than like they probably two fifty to five hundred, I would guess, Marcel. Yeah. I'm not sure if she gets pay-per-view points, but maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But she's definitely making a good flat rate. Someone told me Shev called for Rina Kind Japan on type fight. Speak on the feed speed you see back uh at her natural weight class of flyweight. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, I remember when Rin fought Tate. Tate, yeah. yeah. Grasso by decision, Edgar Penn type one pride performance. Ooh, that's interesting. I don't really see it though, man. I think because the thing is, I think on the feed it's actually competitive. I've seen some breakdowns where people are like, Valentina's gonna light her up on the feed. I don't see it that way. I think Valentina will take her down. That's why I think the fight mm-hmm. will, will will play out on the ground. Who's Valentina fight next? Uh, I, I think Aaron Dana White kind of said that she wants he wants to see that fight. And again, Santos should get the fight, but if she can't get the matchup because of the visa issue with her husband or Cornerman or whatever, uh, Antoine loves this fight because he loves Valentina. Fair enough. Road to UFC two matchups. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, so like two to one, so you'd have to like bet two hundred to win hundred in that parlay. Basically, that's what it means. The lo- lost popular bet this week going to be Jones Valentina parlay. Okay, we'll talk about that fight in a sec. Uh, is Val calling overlooking Alexa calling girls are rising during shade Aaron? I think so, a little bit, but I still think she wins the fight, man. I really do. Um, all right, yeah, that's what Dan likes the, that bet. I think they'll win, Dan. I mean, or Daniel, um, yeah, again, you know, you're not getting plus money, but you're getting three huge favorites, and the line's not crazy. All right, Marcel, we'll get to the main event now. I'm looking forward to talking about this one because I, I definitely feel like we're gonna, we're gonna have some interesting opinions in the chat, and you know, I'm gonna have an interesting opinion, you are too, I'm sure. We got John Jones taking a serial gone for the UFC vacant heavyweight title here, and I can't wait for this fight, guys. So start with the odds: John Jones minus one fifty five favorite, gone plus one thirty five underdog. Odds opened with gone actually as the, like a minus one sixty six favorite, and Jones at plus one forty, and they they've steadily obviously switched the other way. Um, it'd be interesting to see what the line closes at by Saturday. I'm guessing Jones will probably be around this. It's not a little bit of a bigger favorite just because of the name value and the hype. So here's my thoughts on this fight. And I'll get your thoughts after, Marcel. I want to start on this because I have a lot to say about this fight. For sure, go ahead. So, John Jones, to me, is the greatest fighter of all time. You know, regardless of all the PED issues, everything, to me, is the best talent I've ever seen. Like, he's the most naturally gifted MMA fighter I've ever seen in my life. Like, what he did, Marcel, during the last decade before the break at light heavyweight was exceptional. Especially that first year, Marcel, where he just – or the second year, I should say, where he just came out of the woodwork and was finishing all those ex-champions, right? Like, Machida, Shogun. Rashad, like he didn't beat, he didn't finish Rashad, but he beat Rampage. Uh, Rampage. Uh, even submitted Ryan Bader back when Bader won Ultimate Fighter. Like it was beyond impressive what he was doing. Vitor Belfort, um, and then you know going through the, the list of names uh, throughout the years, like Glover, Gustafson, DC twice, uh, OSP at the time was not bad. Um, Anthony Smith, Tiago Santos, Dominic Reyes. I get it, right? Like what he's done is amazing. And again, especially early in his career, but that was twelve years ago. Now it's been a while. Here's the thing. He's 35 now. He's going to turn 36 this year. He's getting up there in age. He has not fought in over three years. He's had a lot of issues outside the cage with PEDs, with drugs of abuse, with um, other like uh, the domestic violence stuff, like a lot of stuff outside the cage that has kept him out for three years. Now he's moving up a weight class. We have no idea how he's going to look at heavyweight. He might go in there and dominate. Again, I think he's the greatest fighter of all time. And if anyone's going to move up weight class and dominate, it's going to be a guy like John Jones. Because you saw what GSP did when he moved up to middleweight and destroyed this thing, right? Like, these guys are – these legends can do that. Like, Anderson said when he went to 205, destroyed everyone, like Forrest Griffin. I get it, right? But the thing is, Marcel, the thing I have a problem with with picking Jones here is the long layoff, the move up in weight class, and also the fact that, quite frankly, the last two fights against Reyes and Santos, I actually thought the other guys won those two fights. And that was at 205, and that was a few years ago. Um, here's the other thing. 
at 205, one of the biggest advantages Jones always had was the size with the with the height and reach. He doesn't have that advantage against Gone in this fight. He's the same height, and the reach is only three inches. It's not like when he fought like you know a DC where he had what was it, ten inch reach advantage, twelve inch reach advantage. He's like, oh my god, you know, or a Glover, he had like six inch reach advantage. Like, all these guys for the most part had a much shorter reach. The one guy that did it was Gustafson, who he gave him a lot of problems back in 2013. It was ten years ago. Can't believe that fight was ten years ago now. And also in the last couple of fights with with Santos and Reyes, those guys have a bit of a longer reach and, and gave him a little bit of trouble. I just have no idea how Jones is going to look, and I just, I, I just don't know if I can trust him anymore. You know, it's crazy because I've never picked against John Jones. I've picked literally, I've picked him in every single fight he's ever been in. Marcel, I've, I've won good money off John Jones. He's been one of those guys that's like an ATM machine. You bet on him, you win your money. And obviously, the odds have been high for the most part, except when he fought DC, and the odds were pretty low for those fights. But for the most part, been a big favorite. But he's come through every single time. He's a guy you can trust. But after a three-year layoff, moving up in weight, all the issues outside the cage, I just have a hard time trusting him. And then you look at Cyril Garn, I get it. He doesn't have a ton of experience, but, dude, he's a natural little MMA fighter. There's no doubt about it. He's a natural at the sport. Eight and one in the UFC. The only loss was to Francis, a very close fight, where he made a mistake in the fifth round where he went for that leg lock and got ended up on bottom. Had he not did that, he might have won that fight and won the belt. Um, I know that Ty rocked him in the last fight. He recovered quick, knocked him out, brutal fashion. Got a ton of power here. Um, great striker. Um pretty good wrestling not not the best and i think that's jones's path to victory here is the takedown the takedowns right that would be the way but i don't know marcel i just don't know if i can pick john jones at heavyweight and i just i kind of feel like the odds makers when they open gone as the favorite I kind of feel like they had it right um i don't blame people for betting on jones because he's the best fighter ever i might look like an idiot here marcel but i'm picking zero gone man i'm gonna take him to win um i just trust him more he's been way more active since jones's last fight gone has six fights i think so just way more active man been fighting good fighters been looking good um rapidly improving and again i think he matches up well with john jones um john's gonna have to get him down the ground i think on the feed it's gonna be a problem for him so i take a shield gone marcel i think he can possibly catch him and, and finish him because i just don't trust jones after being away for so long again i might i might get egg on my face guys on monday next monday we talk about it and jones might go and dominate him and, and i might be like why did i pick against john jones but I have to. I have to take the plus money and gone. I'm taking gone. What do you think, man? So I never picked against gone, and I never picked against Jones. Um, yeah. The thing is, for me, is like, um, I think Jones can get it to the ground at a certain moment, you know? And the thing is also like what uh, Gan said in this uh, pre-fight interview, like, I don't really like to prepare for a fight unless I have a fight. I'm kind of lazy. Mm -hmm. And Jones said, like, I, I, I pretty much always training when I have to train. And I, I, he likes to train as well, you know. And he's like, and Jones, Jones, Jones can fight dirty, you know what I mean? Dirty to win a fight. And not dirty in a dirty way as, like, in a cheating way, but to, he can go nasty in a fight, you know. And we haven't seen that from Gan. Because he hasn't, he didn't need that. Yeah, yeah he, did, he actually needed it against Ngannou, but we didn't saw it in the last three rounds. Um, it's difficult to say how will Jones uh, do at heavyweight. His his, uh, how do you say that he will be heavier there? Obviously, how will he carry that? I have no idea. Um, but still, I mean. If I look at the talent from both guys, I think Gan is still improving, and Jones, jo jo Jones is just pretty much there where he should be, I think, you know. But he's super talented, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's super talented, uh, man. It's uh, my initial pick was Gan uh, in, in the beginning when the fight got announced, but I kind of switched. Fair enough. I think Jones wins the fight. I think he wins the decision. I think he mixes uh, both. Uh, so how do you say that? Stand up with uh, with the ground game. Yep. Uh, and and I don't really rate his last fights against Reyes and against Santos. And I don't do that because I feel like that uh, Jones fought these fights just as uh, another title uh, defense. You know, not really being hyped to fight, just going in fight let's see if i can beat this guy 
and then it's okay. But right now he's got something to prove. You know, he is back after three years uh, fighting for a heavyweight title. Finally, he can become uh, the the guy who gets a light heavyweight. And heavyweight. He, he can pretty much uh, did what Cormier did before, you know, and uh, he can take that away from Cormier as well. You know? <laughs> when he will do definitely everything. Although they are really nice to each other, man, as of lately. But still, you know, I, I don't really believe that if they that they that they like each other or whatever. Right. So, uh, yeah, Jones will probably go for it, and uh, I think Jones wins decision win over uh, Siroga. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting fight. I mean, you're going to see a lot of really different opinions on this fight. You're going to see some really strong opinions either way, I think, Marcel, just because it is such an intriguing fight. I love matchups like this, right? Because, like, really, we don't know. You know, I just think there's so much unknowns, though, about Jones. And I just, I can't confidently pick him. Again, first time ever picking against him. Now that I think about it, I think it's the first time picking against, uh, or, yeah, I've never been against Gone either, Marcel. So I'm with you. Like, we're at the spot now where we have to pick against someone. I just I gotta take the guys who are way more active. Now there's a lot of comments here, guys. Let me get the comments. And then we'll, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking comments. <laughs> George, uh, George taking gone. Okay, fair enough. Zero beats John. Uh, the first fighter to defeat him. You'll also become the first the UFC heavyweight champ. You guys paying what's due for his legacy, dude. If he beats John Jones, it's it, it, it puts gone in like the upper echelon of, of heavyweights. I believe. you know it really does. Getting underdog money on, on Gone versus older heavier Jones is not fun three years in the bet to make. Uh, Marcus, I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I definitely feel like that's that's the way to go here. Uh, Jones wins. Fair enough. Again, I, I, you're going to see strong opinions either way, guys. Gone. 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 Jones should be at least 200. Fair enough. Uh, gone destroys Jones' calf system and get down the first. I think he's got to get him down, too. I think on the feed, he's going to get in trouble here. Uh, Jones looks weird as heavyweight. Well, we'll see how it looks in this fight. Discussion earlier. Personally, I think Jones was dominant. Yeah, I mean, like, again, that run I just mentioned was 12 fucking years ago. It was so long. The Gustafson fight was a decade ago, which is crazy. Time goes by fast. Gone gets, like, four or five really like kicks. That's the other thing with Jones. He always has those, like, the skinny legs, although I'm pretty sure it's thicker now. Talking about uh, weight class, uh, guys moving up. Yeah, and someone mentioned DC moved up in one. That's true. Um, well, they have a cocaine spare sponsor for this main event. They have to. That was really go. How can you trust John gone after going for a leg lock? I hope you learned from that, right? I agree with John Jones's AQ. It's the best in the game. Jones is a new camp. Dude, if I saw the training partners, like Maurice Green, Dante Mays, Jorgen DeCastro. Who's the other guy, Marcel? Walt Harris. Ugh. I mean, it's not great training partners. Like at the same time, I don't know who Cyril Gone's training with in France. I don't know if it's anything better. Gone wins as immediate rematch warranted. Uh depends how he wins, depends how the fight goes. Um, have to admit though, just the fact he's moving up when you're lost makes his legacy more impressive. There's just a lot of comments here. This guy loves John Jones in the fight. There's so many comments. I'm just trying to go through them. Uh, same thought for me, Marcel. Thought Connor first, don't think I pick it. That's totally fair. You think whoever wins this choice, Stipe? I think so. I think whoever wins beats Stipe. Do you think GC would come out of an inter- out of retirement? That would be interesting. That would definitely nah. be interesting. Um, I yeah, don't I don't know. Nah. You don't see that happening? No. Nah. I think DC is at a happy place. He's trying to, he's happy with commentating. And uh, he really doesn't need to go another John Jones <laughs> rivalry, I think. I don't th- sure. I don't see that happening. Maybe in the back of his hat it's still uh eating on him, you know what I mean? But um nah, I don't see that happening to be really honest. John's only current finishes against uh Chase Sherman. <laughs> no, he didn't fight Chase. <laughs> That's huh? funny. Gustafson, yeah, this is only finished. Uh he thinks it's going to be a historic event for sure. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting, guys. That's what I want to say. Like, I mean, it's, it's a very intriguing fight. And again, Marcel, anytime you have like, um, what's it called? Like this much, uh, you know, like on the line between two guys, like this is a massive fight. I think it's going to be a really intriguing fight. I can't wait to see it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Parker Porter. That's, yeah, that's true. true. He, he did knock up Parker. Or, uh, yeah, he knocked him out, or, I think, or submitted him way early in his career. Mm-hmm. Concentrating with the French grapplers in a tall kickboxer, like Hans. Oh, Nagano with Jones win the belt yeah. and come back. John actually training with a Dutch kickboxer, man, with Imad Hadar. He uh, flew him in. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's hard to say like who has the better training partner, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, <laughs> what, what, what was it last time? I don't know who said that. Uh, a friend of mine says, uh, I think Bisping said, uh, your training partners uh, make you or something or whatever. He probably forgot that Conor McGregor and Arden Lowloff was a training partner, but I don't know with who did he say that again. Like, that was on Saturday. It was like, yeah, he got that great training partner in his corner. I don't know anymore who it yeah. was. You know, you, you guys got to help me if you remember, but I don't know anymore. 
Anyways, it's going to be a really good fight. I can't wait for be- it. Be- Bear, Ch- Bear Chicken, let it go. <laughs> oh, sorry. You couldn't answer it now. Sorry about this, Bear Chicken. I wanted to go through the, the, the uh, preview first. Anything you want to say to this? Um, let me let me. Do, I know you don't like Connor, but what did you think of him versus Alvarez? I wasn't really watching at the time, so what's he expecting? He was the favorite, but not big. Uh, yeah, I, I I was an Alvarez during that fight, you know, but uh, Connor was obviously better that fight, so he won that fight. But he shouldn't have never got that fight, you know, because he never fought it lightweight before. He got the fight of a majority decision win over Nate Diaz, so yeah, you know, but. Yeah, he deserved to win that fight, definitely, one hundred percent. If Buffer mentions cocaine bear doing the introduction, he's gonna be he's gonna be like the main event of the evening brought to you by Cocaine Bear, John Jones versus Serial Gun. <laughs> Tough gonna to be a banger this year. I think so too. Yeah, the line for the Alvarez fight was cl- very close. I, I think Connor was favored, though. I'll double check it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the favorite. I remember well, being like people weren't sure because he moved up in weight, right? And Alvarez was Coming off that, I think he knocked out RDA, right? Before that? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, true. The title fight. Checking yeah. right now. Yeah, Fitzgerald Connor, Connor was minus 160. That. Minus 160. What were you saying? Sorry? Fitzgerald said that, not Bisping. My bad. For what? Oh, this thing? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, after losing to Nagano Flopez through a Dagestan heavyweight sample champ. All right, fair enough. If you beat the champ, doesn't make you the rightful challenger. For sure. Marcel, do you know if the UFC is coming back to Virginia, Washington, D.C.? I don't know. Have you ever heard anything? No, the only thing that I've heard is what Ariel said about uh, uh, UFC 288 might be in Newark, New Jersey, in the Prudential Center. I thought there was a Prudential Center. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Uh, is 287 – did they go to – are they going to Barclays or no? I thought they were supposed to 287 do 287 is uh, Miami Dade. Oh, they moved arena. it there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Dade Arena. I don't know. Where or, yeah, yeah they changed the name. It was Crypto.com Arena, and then that guy – uh, Sam Freed Bankman or something, I think his name is like, or Sam Bankman Freed. You know that guy, yeah, the, the crypto scam guy. Yeah, all those Bitcoin guys, man. They're all, you know, <laughs> didn't go too well for them after COVID. Once people started leaving their houses again, they realized that there's more out there than just Bitcoin. That, yeah, the price went down. Although I guess it could always go up in the future. Anyways, um, John Jones trained with other great heavyweights, other heavyweights on the other side. Yeah, Keith Jardine, Keith Jardine, the Dean of Mean. You have to pick a celebrity boxing fight for Dana White first. Helwani, oh, that'd be nice. That would be a good fight. That would be a good fight for Dana Tito Ortiz. Yeah, Pato Zerbak Sabanov. I don't know him. FTX was a CIA off. Oh, there you go. So that's not good. The other thing I was going to say is, uh, we'll just get out here in a minute. But I, our uh, our guy Eric Cowell from uh, MiamiNews.com, or so I don't know if you saw him mm-hmm. today break some news. Uh, I'm not sure if it was confirmed, but Luke Rockle coming out of. I, I think he. Re- I thought he retired after the fight with uh, yeah. Paul Costa, right? He's yeah. coming out to fight uh, in bare knuckle fighting against Mike Perry. I don't see it going well for him. This is so bad. I mean, he's obviously doing it for the money, and I can't blame the guy because I know BKFC pays guys really good money. But I think he gets fucking smashed. Do you saw BKF, BKFC being uh, going after Sean Strickland on Twitter, man? What the hell? I saw that. Yeah, they don't uh, like him for uh, some reason. Yeah, and then they were like, "We will never sign. We are more class. We won't sign Sean Strickland." Then somebody replied, "Yeah, but you guys signed Greg Hardy." Greg so Hardy and all these them. other scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> know. big Bigfoot. When they fight Bigfoot Silva, like they've yeah. never been. Bigfoot. George asks your upset picks. Okay, let's just go through it really quick. We'll get out of here in a second, George. I have a few, and Marcel had a few. So first off, consensus dog. We had one again, and I think our consensus dog Marcel did pretty good this year. I mean, last week we had Levitt. I, I think he did close as a small favorite, but at the time he was a dog. This week we both picked Vivi Arujo plus one ten. We both like her. I liked uh, Gone as a dog. I also took Trevin Jones as a dog. So those are I took three dogs. I usually take like a couple dogs, two or three in a card, because usually that's how many wins. Um, well, it depends on the card. The last week I didn't pick too many. Um, Marcel picked Vivi. He took Mana Martinez at plus 210, and he took uh, Marquez at plus 105. I think that's it, right? Mm-hmm. You took Brunson or no? I can't remember. You took yeah. Brunson? And Brunson, plus 200, which I think there is some value on that, but I'm just not going to pick him. I do think that line's a little high, though. So, yeah, Marcel took four dogs. I took three. You'd have to imagine that uh, – at least you know a couple of those will probably come through. I would have seen. It's just hard to know which one. Um, guys, send me uh, a couple of videos. Thanks, buddy. I'll check it out after. Gotta go soon enough to take a piss. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get yeah. out of here, Marcel. This is, let's just answer these last couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Love Gone and Marab. Yeah, you like those dogs. Uh, Glitz is sad. Uh, Four chance for financially secure. Fair enough. George, appreciate you, man. Always enjoy having you in the chat. 
Oh, yeah, and Greg Hardy got knocked out. That was in those last week. All right, we'll get out of here, guys. Marcel wants to go to the bathroom, and I, I got to get going to you. All right, Marcel, uh, just, we'll end it here. Uh, thanks again, guys, for uh, everyone joining us. It was a really good podcast today. A lot of people in the chat and the comments, which is awesome. Love it. Hopefully, our, our picks do well. We'll see. Um, my uh, Twitter, at him, Big Marcel 24 Twitter, Instagram. Also, on my bookies.com. I've got my best bets coming out this week. My article, I think it's coming out tomorrow. Uh, MyMainNews.com for the news. MAOddsBarrier.com for all your odds. Uh, we also have a PFL card. You the odds up for that one there. Uh, Marcel, you can check out him on his Twitter. And like I said, and then there's uh, Eurosport Netherlands. Check out his other podcast he does with Dennis and Gilbert. Marcel, thanks again, man, for doing it. Appreciate you guys uh, sticking around the chat. And someone said that piss bottle, Marcel. you got to get that ready for next podcast. Yeah, man. you can suck my bottle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's a good way to end it. Take care, everyone. Talk to you guys next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Peace.